Hi, this is Nicole. And this is Mike. From the Lebanon Valley Food Critics. And we are here to introduce you guys to Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Please like us on Facebook where you can click the anchor link to leave us a voicemail. You can follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. You can even email the show at StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. You can find our merchandise at tchip.com and by searching Stay Tuned. A big thank you to Jesus Perez for helping to set that up for us. And if you need any artistic help, you can look him up on Facebook at Ace in the Hole Signs and Graphics or Dirty Baby Original. And his website is aceintheholesigns.com. We are available on all major podcast platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So please make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate your support. Now, let's get into the show. Hey all, what's up? This is Brian from Data Monster Customs. Are you looking for that unique gift for your spouse, sibling, child, boss, or anyone for every occasion? Well, we do one-of-a-kind personalized figures. Check us out on Instagram at DataMonster, that's D-A-D-D-A-M-O-N-S-T-E-R, or just put DataMonster into the Google machine and check out everything we can do for you. Once again, this is Brian for DataMonster Customs. to the Super Bowl. In fact, this is the last weekend uh, before we figure out who is going to the Super Bowl. And uh, I guess, Troy, before we get started, I'm going to send my condolences out to you and the uh, Bills uh, Bills Mafia, I guess you can say. I mean, I don't even know what to tell you about that other than my guess is you're probably never going to hear the end of the Kyler Murray Hail Mary. And now you're probably never going to hear the end of 13 seconds. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if Hail Murray kind of um, (laughs) it's not really kind of in the same category. I mean, it, it was a hurtful loss, but it didn't end our season. Exactly. So this one is more along the lines of um, music city miracle uh, wide right in the Super Bowl. You know, stuff stuff like that. This one's a little bit closer to those. Um, yeah, wow, what a what a painful game. Oh yeah. I'm, I mean, all, the emotions that I had in that game were just like a roller coaster. From thinking it was over to <laughs> we scored under two minutes left. They scored under two minutes left. We scored under two minutes left again, and then they tied it up, and then yeah, didn't see the ball in overtime. Um, when Josh Allen threw that touchdown, I honestly was like, I was seriously getting ready to turn it off. I'm like, "Eh, it's just 13 more seconds. I'll just watch the rest of it. Yep. And what the heck happened? Yeah, it was, um, I mean, the coaching staff won't, won't really give out too much information. And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that they want to protect their players, honestly. Yeah. Um, I, I think the call was to kick the ball 
within the field of play and make them do something with it, return it, sit on it, something. Sure. Um, and it didn't happen. And I think um, the coaching staff, the coaching staff will not say whether they called the kick it inbounds or not. They just said it was a lack of execution. So with them saying that, I think that's their way of saying you telling you that the players didn't do what they were supposed to do, but we're not going to call anybody out. Right. That type of thing. You yeah, know what I mean? That like, makes sense. Um, wow. So yeah, it, it was a heartbreaker for sure. Um, I haven't watched anything to do with football this week, other than what I've been hearing, you know, through news reports um, as far as, you know, uh, you know, Ben announcing his retirement last week and now, um, what, or no, that was just earlier this week. Wasn't it Howie? Uh, Ben, it was, yeah. um, yeah, it was, it was early, early this week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that, and, yeah. And now I don't know if Brady's trying to one up him, but we're getting speculation, <laughs> we're getting speculation that, uh, that Tom Brady is retiring as well. And yeah. Um, I, I, it's not too often you see two guys that retire in the same class that are first ballot hall of famers like that right away at the same position. So I'll tell you if, if Brady does officially retire, that's going to be an interesting hall of fame uh, because yeah. the Steelers, they travel well when it comes to even induction of hall of fame. And uh, uh, in a weird way, his, his hall of fame induction might be a little overshadowed. Yeah, uh, by all the Steeler fans that are going to show up for Ben's reti- uh, for Hall of Fame induction. Yeah, it's I don't know what they're going to do there as far as um, like I said, they usually don't pick the same position like that. But mm-hmm. those are two guys that you can't leave off the ballot. So my gosh, no. If if everything is true and they both do officially end up retiring, um, I don't see how they're both not on there. Yeah. So yeah, I guess just to wrap up last week's games here a little bit we can kind of just go over that a little bit um yeah what a heartbreaker man i i i don't like i said i haven't watched anything to do with football at all this week and it's really josh allen he he did not deserve doesn't he he did not deserve that ending that he had in that game um he did everything he could possibly do to will his team to win In in fact um with those two playoff games that he had against the chiefs and against the, the uh, Patriots the week before mm-hmm. he, he, he has like one of the highest quarterback ratings ever. Wow. Um, you know, in, in a playoff series. Um, so yeah, he certainly did everything to will his team, but unfortunately my bills did not pull that one out. So they end up losing in overtime 42 to 36. Yeah. Um, I, I guess now's as good a time as any as well, Howie, to discuss the overtime rule. Um, yeah. Do you think it needs tweaked? I always have. Uh, I don't think it's fair, especially, let's face it, both of those quarterbacks were on a roll. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it really did come down to who was going to get the ball first was who's going to win. If Buffalo got the ball first, I was convinced that Buffalo was going to win and, and vice yeah. versa, you know, with uh, KC. And uh, it's not fair because of the numbers both teams put up. It's not fair that it had to come down to that coin flip. And I think this is how I think it should happen is mm-hmm. you just play as far as when playoffs count. If you want to, if you want to do the tie thing in the regular season, 
by all means have at it. But when the playoffs count, you should just play 15 minutes and then that's it. If the, if the quarter ends at tie, then you play another 15 minutes, but it doesn't matter. Every team, like you will have to play the entire 15 minutes, no matter what you do or don't do. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Scary. I mean, I, th- I, I, I agree. And, and maybe the way to appease, I actually like that rule. And I think I even heard um, Kyle Brandt of Good Morning Football at one point mention this. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the way to appease that is by not having overtime in the regular season. Just have it. If it ends in a tie at the end of the fourth quarter, then it ends in a tie. Okay. And you let it go. But you know that in the playoffs, if you're tied, you're going to play another quarter. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter how many downs or who scores. Even he said, like, if you win by 21 points in overtime, then you win by 21 points in overtime. Right. But but you would play the full quarter. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know. I mean, and and maybe. See, I don't, I don't even like a tie. I don't even like a tie during the regular season. I don't either, but I mean, you don't want to do it like hockey does, like with a shootout or something like that. Like, right. what are you going to do? Just have kickers go out there and, and <laughs> you know, play a game of horse, basically. A skills you know? competition, right? Yeah, right. Uh, um, yeah, I don't I, know. Because it's tough because, I mean, let's face it. I mean, football is a physical game. And to ask them to go out there and play a whole other quarter, like, that's that's a lot of wear and tear on their body. Um, so... I don't know what the right answer is, um, but I, I 17, 18 games in a season, uh, regular season. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's where we're at now. Um, is it possible? I'm just brainstorming as we're talking here, Howie, but is it possible they go to something like the NFL has or like the NHL has where if you do have a loss in overtime, you still get a point out of it somehow or something. Like, do you go to a point system? Oh, well, I mean, hmm, I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess, geez, yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, I would say like a half a win if you have a loss in overtime, you know, where the team that does win in overtime gets a full win. Yeah. Uh, um, so I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. But what uh, if you lose in overtime? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what what the answer is. Although I do know that the way it's played in the in the playoffs, I don't I don't see it as I don't see it as the right answer. No, I don't either. Because these these guys work the whole season to put themselves in that position. Yeah. And all of a sudden, just because you're tied at the end of four quarters, it all you know it comes down to who wins the coin flip, and that's who wins the game. And I, I saw a stat about this, and since they've gone to this rule. I think there's been nine playoff games that went to overtime mm. and only one of them did the coin toss winner not win the game. Wow. Wow. So that in so. itself, that's a statistic that needs to be brought up when they're discussing these changes. Yep. Uh, and if you, if you remember a few years ago when, um, and here's the thing, I, I'm not blaming overtime at all because that, that should have never came to overtime. And, and, I, and the point I'm about to bring up here is going to be the same thing. The game should have never went to overtime. And that would be right. when the New England Patriots and the Atlanta Falcons played in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, the Falcons were up 28 to three in that game. Um, but they did end up blowing the lead and the Patriots did end up coming back and tying that game and going to overtime. 
Right. Same thing. Patriots win the coin toss. Falcons never even see the ball in overtime. Nope. So, again, I, I, the answer, I guess, is don't put yourself in a position to blow a lead to get into overtime. But uh-huh. sometimes it happens. I mean, these Josh Allen is famous for saying this now in, in Buffalo uh, media, but it's, uh, hey, the guys on the other side of the ball, like, they get paid too. Yeah. Like, they they get paid to make plays. They get paid to do things. They get paid, you know, the other team gets paid to move the ball down the field. Like everybody's professional athletes out here. So sometimes your defense isn't going to do what, it, you know, it's, it's not going to stop all these high powered offenses, you know, all the time. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Here's but, a thought too. What's wrong with uh, if a team scores a touchdown in overtime, what's wrong with allowing the other team the chance to to match it? You know, and and if they don't, they lose. And if they do, they go to the next, um, you know, series. And And especially with the way uh, extra points are, the extra points no longer are gimmies. Yeah. You know, so what if a team in overtime were to miss that extra point and now all of a sudden the other team has a chance to march it down and score a touchdown and kick the extra point and win it? Here's another interesting one that that came up that I thought of is um, you go to overtime and you win, whoever wins the coin toss decides whether they want the ball first or second. If you get the ball first, you have you go down and you have to um, kick the extra point on your touchdown. Mm-hmm. But whoever goes second can go for two if they want. Oh, that's interesting. Or so. what if you have to? What if you have to go for two no matter what? If you score first yeah. or second, yeah. and then mm-hmm. that way it, it takes away the um, the definitive probability. Yeah, I, I mean, there's a couple of different ways this, they can do this, and I, I think it needs tinkered one way or another. Um, so I yeah. hope that does get brought up. Um, I see it changing. I see it changing in the very near future, maybe even next year. I mean. <laughs> I think in our group chat that we had, Howie, I think even uh, Mike had sent a picture of it, though. But it, it's one of those weird things where, like, you don't want to go like the college football rules because, like, that game would have been 140 to 137. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. So I know. I mean, no, those offenses were both steamrolling at the end of that game. There's no, nobody was stopping them. I mean, yeah. it was obvious the defenses were were worn out. They were burnt. Oh yeah. So. I don't know. It's going to get tweaked and we'll see what happens. But um, mm-hmm. anyway, I guess that, you know, I, I kind of got lost track of what we were doing there, but I just wanted to kind of go over the scores of last week's game. So anyway, as I said, the Chiefs, the Chiefs with the Bills. <laughs> and then all the rest of the games, Howie, all came down to a field goal. It was impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ram- and the other ones, all the away teams won as well. So the Rams beat the Buccaneers 30-27. to The Bengals over the Titans 19 to 16, beat, taking the number one seed out of the AFC. Wow. And the same thing happened in the NFC. The 49ers over the Packers to knock very many people's Super Bowl picks out of the NFC out of the playoffs. Yes, uh, indeed. Thir- 13 to 10. So now I'm going to be honest with you. I think that loss for the Packers helped the Steelers' cause a little bit. Uh, I really do. I, I feel yeah. like that's going to help the cause because I even heard uh, Aaron Rodgers make a comment of he doesn't want to come back to a team that is possibly going to rebuild. Yep. And I was like, yeah, I heard Ooh. that as well. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, now we're talking. 
Yeah, the Aaron Rodgers thing is going to be a different, interesting thing this offseason because uh, the Broncos just got done hiring his offensive coordinator. Uh, so, you know, does that make him think that maybe he wants to go there? Does he really like working with that offensive coordinator? Um, no. But do you want to go to a division where you're going to be playing Mahomes twice a year and Justin Herbert twice a year? And for what it's worth, Derek Carr, who's a good friend of his twice a year. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and it looks like Josh McDaniels might be ended up taking the, uh, the Raiders job, although he's taken a couple other jobs and backed out too. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Um, and um, uh, who was it that was quoted? Oh, um, Najee Harris for the Steelers. He was quoted, they, they were asking him, so what quarterback would you like to play with the most? And uh, and not he did not mention Haskins or uh, Rudolph. He's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind playing with uh, Garoppolo or or uh, Rogers or um, um, Wilson, Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh, and uh, and um, obviously the folks in the media took. Uh, took notice to that is like hey why didn't you mention uh rudolph or uh or haskins and uh no no comment <laughs> yeah, i guess it was i guess it was probably because uh he could what he could have said to cover himself there's so i've already played with them guys yeah exactly you know, i already know what it's like yeah. playing with these I, thought, I thought you were talking about guys that i didn't play with before <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so um so last week was interesting as far as the the standings of our picks go because um it was, I'm as it was out tough. of it as it gets. I went 0 and 4. You went 0 and 4. Bruce went 0 and 4. Um, so oddly enough, you weren't in last place because your points were a little bit better than his. You had 74 points. Bruce had 84 points. Okay. Um, Troy Martin, 1 and 3 with 65 points. Uh, Mike, 2 and 2 with 76 points. Myself, 2 and 2 with 60 points. And even Jeremy, 2 and 2. Huh. But he had a nice he had a nice point total of 41 points, though. So. Okay. So, yeah, it was a rough week. Uh, only 500 was the best this week. Um, all the road teams went in, threw things off. Um, you know, Tampa Bay, five of us had Tampa Bay. Only one had the Rams. So, so uh, yeah, who had the Rams? Oh, Jeremy did. So, yeah, it was, it was a rough week for sure. Yeah, it really was. Um, so, where does that take us overall in the playoffs? That takes us with Mike. Mike is at eight and two with 143 points. So he's got a high point total, um, but um, has the lead in the win-loss column right now. Jeremy, right behind him, one game back, seven and three, 84 points. So his point total is nice. So if he can get up there to, to tie up with Mike, uh, his point total is going to get him the win here. And there are um, some I, definite differences in picks that are going to uh, yeah, there really definitely are. come out a winner. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, myself, I'm sitting two games back. I'm at six and four, uh, but my point total is really high. But fortunately for me, my point total doesn't matter because I got that regular season tie break. So all I got to do is pull into a tie with uh, the leader and that'll pull me ahead. But I'm at 145 points. Troy Martin, five and five, 109 points. So he pretty much needs to win every game from here on out and have Mike lose every game from here on out to have a chance. That's the only way he has a chance yet. But uh, Howie, unfortunately, you and Bruce, are out of it at this point. We are waving the white um, flag. Yep. Three and seven for both of you. Uh, Howie, you got 103 points here. You have a nice point total. Yeah. Uh, Bruce, 138 points. So that's where things stand for now. So hopefully we can all 
get a little bit better picks this week. Um, man, <laughs> it's just, uh, it's been crazy. The, like, I, I didn't expect all of us to kind of have weeks like we did last week. That, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, that was ugly. So, I guess we can move on to the championship round of the playoffs. And Yes, indeed. Still hurts me talking about it because this game <laughs> should be in Buffalo right now. I mean, it's, it's, it's uh, really crazy to think that the Bengals would be traveling to Buffalo for the AFC championship game. But uh, here we go. Yeah. So, um, I guess we'll start it off with the leader. Uh, I'll take the NFC side of things this week, Howie. So we got the Rams. Mm-hmm. Mike's got the Rams over the Niners. 23 to 21. Um, move on down to Jeremy. Jeremy's got the Rams as well. 27 to 13. Myself sitting in third. Um, the Niners have owned the Rams. And that's kind of where I went with my head on this pick here. Um, I, I just, the Ram, the Niners seem to be rolling. Everything seems to be falling their way right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm going Niners 26, Rams 23. Um, Troy Martin, he's got the Rams 20-17 over the Niners. Howie, you also picked the, the Rams. Yeah. 35-17 to 17 over the Niners. You see a little bit of a blowout there. You want to I, I do. Speculate I see, yeah, I mean, I – once again, I, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't sound – and you tell me that they don't – the 49ers don't seem sold on Garoppolo. No, I agree. I and, agree. Uh, and they're, I think they're winning despite of Garoppolo, honestly. Right. I agree. And uh, so I don't, I just don't see the uh, 49ers um, just with the team unity the way it is. Uh, I'm not a fan of the Rams, but I'll, I'll tell you what, I mean, uh, they're, they're putting it together with their receiving core lately. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. So I, I see, I see a lot of touchdowns for the Rams it's just a matter of the 49ers can keep up with them. And based on what I'm hearing confidence wise in Garoppolo, I don't see it happening. So that's why I see the Rams uh, beating the 49ers up the way they are the way. I have them anyway. And Bruce will end things this week with the Rams over the Niners, 24 to 20. So uh, I will be the lone wolf on this one. I'm the only one picking the 49ers. Yeah. This is and, a um, great game for you. Yeah, I mean, I need this game to go my way, and we will see what happens. And as we get to the AFC side, Howie, we'll find out there's only one person that picked the Bengals at way as well. Yeah, so let's, and well, let's, let's get it started with the person who picked the Bengals. All right, and, uh, and that is Mike. Mike actually yeah. picked the Bengals to beat the Chiefs, thirty-four wow. to twenty-seven. What a risky and, pick in the lead. Woo. Oh, I know. I know. So uh, I, I, I'm assuming he's just going with a gut feeling on this, but. Um, I mean, that, that's big for me. I needed that because. Yeah. Um, well, go ahead. I'll let well, you do the rest I, of the I do think this is a make or break game for Mike as, as well. Yeah. You know, even though he's sitting in the lead, uh, this game could really, truly decide uh, his fate in regards to the uh, end of season, because as you said earlier, his point total is a little high. And yep. if, if Jeremy or yourself pulls into a tie with him, he's not going to win based on yeah, what I, so far. I mean, if, if the chiefs or um, yeah, if the chiefs win this game, um, that's going to really put Mike in a hole. Yeah. Um, the only thing he could really actually hope for at that point 
Well, no, that wouldn't even help. I was going to say he could hope for a San Francisco victory, but that would put me right up tied with him. Mm-hmm. So, true. yeah, if, if, this, if the Bengals lose this game, that's going to really put him in a hole because it's either going to put Jeremy up there with him or it's going to put myself up there with him. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so. But. Well, no, I was going to say he could hope for me to come up there with him, but that's not going to help because I have the regular season tiebreak over him. So true. That's true. <laughs> oh, so. my. Well, and then we got number two here, Jeremy. He's got a KC all over Cincinnati, 36 to 21. Yep. Uh, you, Troy, you have uh, Kansas City over uh, Cincinnati, 37 to 20. Yeah, uh, I, I don't, I just don't see. Cincinnati's had a nice run and they've been a nice little Cinderella season going, but um, I I just don't think they're not on the same level as the chiefs or the bills right now. I just don't believe that. No. And I think last week's game was the de facto AFC championship game. Uh, Those are the two best teams in the AFC. You could throw Tennessee in there when they had things rolling, I guess, but even they are, I think are a step below. uh, I agree. City and Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, boy, I'll tell you what, um, when you think about Kansas City, where they came from the beginning of the season. I know. And and don't they always, I mean, this year seemed a little bit different. Like they seem to be a little bit even more sluggish than they normally are, but they always seem to be the team that kind of starts off slow. I know. And then all of a sudden, for whatever reason, and and this, here's the weird thing about this, Howie, is their defensive coordinator, Steve Spagnuolo, who was with uh, the Giants a lot of those years, too, when they were making their Super Bowl runs and beating the Patriots in the Super Bowls. Yeah. They were the same thing. They always seemed to be like their defense just kind of didn't know what it was doing. <laughs> but by the end of the season, like their They're defense was on fire. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, and I, don't, I don't understand what happens there or how they do that. But they do it every year. I know. I don't know how it works either, but they figure it out. Uh I guess kudos to Andy Reid. I mean, he's uh, he keeps them together and uh, keeps them yep. on task only, and on focus, only, right? Only coach to take two different teams to four conference championships in a row. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. For him. So, uh, and then we got Troy Martin, who has uh, Kansas City all over Cincinnati, 38 to 10. Yep. Uh, I'm no different. I have uh, Kansas City all over Cincinnati, 42 to 14. Uh, I, yep. Yeah, I don't see... I just don't see Cincinnati as quite the matchup. Uh, I mean, I don't even truly see. Yeah. I I just don't see Cincinnati as even a top three team in the AFC, in my opinion, but. Yeah. uh, I mean, they kind of took advantage of the way the division kind of all beat itself up. Yeah. And they, they won that division and won it pretty easily, honestly, as far as like they beat what they were five, five and one in their division. I well, think. Yeah. They beat uh, Pittsburgh twice. They beat Baltimore twice. I think they beat Cleveland once. Yep. Uh, so that would have put them five and one in their division. Yeah. So, I mean, those five wins against those good, you know, say what you will, they're all decent teams that they yeah. beat in their division there. Um, that really helped them. And that helped them kind of propel up. And I think they were what four seed in the playoffs, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Cause Buffalo and Kansas city were two, three. Yeah. Um, so yeah, sitting in that four spot and that just kind of was enough, you know, but I really do wish the NFL or the commentators would stop uh, talking about how this quarterback for Cincinnati is going to be an elite quarterback for many years to come. It's like, you know what, let the guy prove himself first, you know, yeah, I mean, uh, like right now they're saying one Josh Allen, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yes, they've earned it. They're where they are because they have put in consistent years. This guy has only played a rookie season. Let's see how he does when defenses 
start figuring well, out. Well, he, he, had his, he had his rookie year that was cut short when he was injured. Right. And now this is his second year. And, yeah, he's doing well. Um, mm-hmm. He's having a good year. But I don't think you can tag a guy just yet no. until – they start putting it together back to back. That's what they even, do. That's what they yeah, do. Yeah, and, it's just and like, come even on. even Herbert, like, yeah, he's playing really well, and he puts his team in a position to win. But I don't think I've quite seen enough from him yet either, honestly. Mm-mm. So I, I I still put Mahomes and then Allen. Just to, when I say this, like Allen's right there with Mahomes. He's just a hair below him, I'll say. Yeah. Um, and then I and then I'll go down a step or two, and then I'll start throwing Burrow and and herbert in that conversation yeah, there sure they have all the talent thing. yeah they do the same thing with kyler murray they did the same thing with kyler murray yep. and lamar jackson yep. and uh it's like guys uh they're not there yet i, I don't care yeah. what you say they're just not there yet and uh i almost wonder if kyler murray's gonna and and i said this last year you know the beginning of our year howie i mm-hmm. lamar jackson is the type of guy he can get you through the regular season but when teams have to gear up in the playoffs and they're specifically focusing on what you do to beat them. Yeah. It's, it's a totally different game and he's just not ready for that in the playoffs. And I almost wonder if Kyler Murray is going to be the same mold. I agree. And I'll give a shout out to, uh, uh, you know, Jeremy Ryder's team, Miami. I think Miami mm-hmm. is exposed Lamar Jackson in regards yes. to uh, what he can and cannot do. And, uh, and, he better figure it out. And if he doesn't, guess what? His career is done. Yeah. He better figure it out real quick because uh, say what you will about Baltimore. um, I don't think, I don't think they signed Lamar Jackson to an extension yet. I think he's going into his fifth year of his deal. Yeah. So, I mean, he better either they're going to commit to him now or he's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. So, Oh yeah, and somebody will definitely pick him up. Obviously, I somebody mean, would pick him up, but talent. But yeah, is you know, are they, is somebody going to gear their whole offense around him just the way Baltimore just did for the last few years? I could see, you I know? could see a team like Giant, the Giants, doing that. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Giants just got a new head coach. The Bills' offensive coordinator is now the Giants' head coach. Uh, they got the Bills' assistant GM to run their GM uh, position now. So. Um, I'm curious to see what happens there. So would um, it make sense for them to uh, install a running quarterback? It could. Um, Brian Dable was very much a known for his run game mm-hmm. before he came to Buffalo. You know, right. so it, I mean, it could happen. Um, you know, we did. <laughs> We didn't finish up our last pick with uh, Bruce. And, I don't oh, want to forget about that. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and finish that up real quick. Sure. And Bruce, uh, and Bruce <laughs> picks uh, Kansas City over Cincinnati, 38 to 10. So another blowout. Um, yeah, I must have wrote that one down wrong. I have, the, I have the wrong score, but that's okay. So he had it 38 to 10 as well. Yeah, I believe so. Let me just double check too, because I thought I – I had written down 30 to 24, Howie, so that's why I just wanted to double-check okay. that. Okay, I mean, you might be right. Maybe I just misread it. Um, let me scroll back here. Where's Bruce? Uh, there he is. Yeah, I have 30 to 24. Okay, so yeah, 30 to 24. Okay, so yeah, but anyway, I mean, these two, <laughs> these two coaches going, so yeah, we got um, Nathan, Nathaniel Hackett for the Broncos. Uh, from the from the Packers to the Broncos, you had Brian Dable go to the Giants from the Bills. 
Um, Matt Eberflus, the defensive coordinator of the Colts, mm -hmm. is going to the Bears. Um, what other positions got filled so far, Howie? Do, can you can you think of any others? Um, Not off the top of my head. Dolphins is still open. Um, the Jaguars is still open, although it really looks like they're probably going to be going with Byron Leftwich. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I like that, by the way. Yeah, I think so too. And he's a he's you know that's where he started his career. Um, wasn't and uh, when uh, when Jacksonville became a an expansion team, was it Byron that was the first? No, no, it was no, it was, uh, it was uh, Mark Brunel. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah. So, but yeah, I like yeah. Byron. He was a uh, he was kind of a. I mean, he, even though he played for the Steelers as a backup quarterback, he was more of a coach on that. Stage. Yeah, he, he's kind of been he's kind of been in that role for a little bit now, mm -hmm. um, you know, where he he's kind of been the, the back. He was in the backup and then he was coaching and that was kind of the end of his career for a while there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think I think it'll be good. I think it's uh, he seems like a calm, calm influence mm -hmm. that he'd be in the locker room much better than the idiot that was there before. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've never been a fan of Urban Meyer. I think he no. he has a short temper. He is well, a hothead. <laughs> yeah, he um, very disrespectful to his staff and his coaches. And whenever things get tough for him, he quits. Like that, that's just what he is. And maybe he'll go back to the college game, and maybe he'll have another good five six year run, and then quit again. But mm -hmm. I, I just I, I think I think he's been exposed, and I don't I don't I don't know that anybody should give him another chance, honestly. If he's out there kicking grown men on the field, what are the chances he's not doing something similar to his to his kids on the on the college team? You know? Yeah, I know. I know. And so and if you're a parent, do you yeah. want your child to go to that team? Right. Yep. I know. I agree. Yeah. That's um so where else? Oh, with the Houston Texans, it looks like they might be going with Josh McCown. How about that? Yeah, I know. Uh that name kind of came up out of nowhere. Yeah. Um been a backup quarterback and emergency quarterback through all this COVID stuff for many years. Mm -hmm. um, so that'll be interesting. I, I, I don't know what experience he has to be a head coach. I don't think he's ever been an offensive coordinator or um, I mean, heck, I think he was still playing last year. Like, yeah. I know he wasn't playing, but I think he was still on rosters last year. Right. So, so what do your Buffalo bills need to do to mm. get to that next level? Um, figure out how to manage 13 seconds of a game better. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, let's, let's just talk um, that up to a stupid mistake. I mean, really. I, I, I would say they're right there with them. I think um, adding a speed element wouldn't hurt, uh, particularly on the defensive side of the ball to keep up with Hill. You can't let Hill beat you like that, I think. And let's face it, there's not many of him out there. But Well, what I liked what Buffalo did – in the uh, playoffs, which they didn't do during the regular season, was mm -hmm. how they got their running back involved into the game, and yeah. uh, and I really liked what Singletary showed. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I I, mean, I don't know if he's the answer or not, but I like the idea that they really relied, you know, a lot heavier than they have been with their running back. Yeah. So I think they I, need to do that. Yeah, I agree. I think I think it could be addressed. I don't know if it is with Singletary or not. Yeah, uh, but but I think adding another playmaker at the running back position would be a big thing for them. Yeah, they got the uh, receivers, uh, Josh and and Josh Allen can still do his thing. I don't I don't think you should eliminate his ability to run um, because that is part of his game and his strategy, and that also is something that keeps the defense on their heels. Yep. Uh, 
but I do think they shouldn't solely rely on him to run. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's what um, they did during the regular season, and I don't think they did that in the playoffs, and I thought it benefited them. Yeah, I mean, they, he did run a little bit more uh, against the Chiefs. Um, more out of necessity. You know, I didn't see too many called runs, per se. Uh, it seemed like the ones that when they would break down and he'd make a play out of it, that type of thing. Right. Um, I think the key to the Chiefs, and, I, and I'll keep thinking this, is – Jamming those receivers enough at the line while getting a quick pass rush on the homes mm-hmm. enough to just kind of disrupt the pattern that the receivers are running. Now that doesn't mean just jam them and then get burnt and let them beat, yeah. you, know, beat you down the field, jam them enough that you can, that they, they can get them at the line and then get back in coverage. But that pass rush has to get there on him. It has to get there. Yeah. Um, and when I say it has to get there, yeah, the bills were getting there, but they weren't getting him down. Right. He was still able to like, get there and get him down or at least get a hold of him that you yeah. know what I mean? Like, like don't let him maneuver around and go all over the place crazy. Cause um, him and Josh Allen are very similar in that, in that aspect. Whereas when the play breaks down, if they get loose, like they're either going to run the ball for a nice game or they're going to find somebody downfield because uh, let's face it, coverage cannot hold up as long no. as a quarterback can run around back there in that pocket. Ben no. Roethlisberger did that so many years. I know, you know, he would be back there, and, and yeah, he wasn't the most nimble of foot, but he was very good at mm-hmm. maneuvering within the pocket. And, and he was good and, with brushing off that first attempted tackle. Yeah, yeah, because he was so big. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's the key to beating the Chiefs is getting a little bit of speed to match up with them, mm-hmm. and particularly the pass rush. The pass rush has to get to him. Yeah. It has to – it has to affect him, not just make him move out of the pocket and make a play. Mm-hmm. It has to affect him. You have to hit him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, so I true. think that's the key. So I, I don't know. I think I wouldn't be surprised to see the Bills go after maybe somebody big, um, whether it be a free agent or like trading. AJ Watt? Somebody. Well, I mean, they tried to go after him last year, but. JJ Watt had a great career, but that guy just can't stay healthy. Yeah. yeah, and that just really worries me. You're spending a lot of money on a guy that you're probably going to get eight to ten mm-hmm. games out of. You know, right. like that's 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 worrisome. So no, I don't I don't know that he's the answer. Um, maybe they bring Khalil Mack back from Chicago. Maybe maybe Chicago wants to kind of get that that money off their books and uh, kind of make a fresh start with their new GM and their new coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be okay with somebody like Cleo Mack. He did play his college football in Buffalo. So yeah, yeah, definitely. So we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, right now the chiefs are still the Kings and you got to give it up to them. Um, so they're still the Kings of the AFC. Um, one more game to prove that of course, but I, yeah. I, I think the majority of our panel believes oh, two that. More game. Gonna... Yeah. Two more games. To prove well, for the, the AFC. AFL, anyway. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I, I would be interested to see a Chiefs Niners rematch from two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the rest of you want to see the Chiefs and Rams from that epic Monday night duel a couple of years ago. You remember yeah. that one? Yeah. I, was that, was yeah. That like I mean, it would be good no matter what. That year? What's that? Was that game like 55 to 52 or something that year I when the Chiefs what? and Rams? It was crazy. It, it was a crazy scoring game. It was. Um, but yeah. So we'll see what happens. Um, a lot of people for the nostalgia of it wouldn't mind seeing the Niners and Bengals either. Well, yeah, the 81 I mean, rematch, it, huh? <laughs> 81 rematch and 88 rematch, yeah, I believe. And I, I believe they both came down to the end. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I think John Taylor had the game-winning touchdown in 88, 81. Yeah. Was, uh, I don't really think I came down to a game-winning drive, but it was a close game. Right. I think it was like uh, 20 to 16 or something like that. That, or... 88, that 88 game is the one that gets re- – that, that single play gets played on the NFL probably one of the most times than any other play. The John Taylor catch in the yeah. end zone? Oh, yeah. yeah. The catch. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that wasn't the catch. No. It was uh, because Dwight Clark was the one that had the catch, you know, but, but in the Super Bowl, yeah, that was, that was big for them. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I think John Taylor actually won MVP that year Hmm. uh, in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it was, um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, I don't know if I'm even going to watch the games, to be honest with you. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be tough. uh, Yeah. I don't blame you. Who's the first game, by the way, do you know? Uh, I think it's Chiefs Spangles okay. and then the Rams and Niners. Cause I think what they do every year it's in the West championship. Well, no, I think what they do is um, last year, the AFC was the second game. So this year, I think the AFC is the first game. And then next year, the AFC will be the second game. I think that's what they do. I think okay. they just switch it like that every year. So. Gotcha. So, yeah. So on to the championship rounds and we will see what happens and who our Super Bowl participants are this year. Yes, we will. But hey, it's enough to be said, I guess. <laughs> that's that's all we can say at this point, right? Yes. The gold and the and the blue and red is uh, we, we. There's nothing to talk about after that. Nope. <laughs> Time to move on. Yes, it is. And with that being said, uh, I guess I guess we won't be uh, doing our show next week, technically. So no, we'll doing it Super Bowls in two weeks. Yep. So uh, stay tuned for that and uh, enjoy your football weekend, folks. This concludes our broadcast day. Click. Thank you for listening to another episode. Please like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. Email us, stay tuned, TNH at gmail.com. And uh, whichever podcast avenue you're listening to us on, Google, Apple, Spotify, uh, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And until next week, stay tuned.